Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey, everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff here. And this is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. I'm Rocket Sita Romero. David Starr. Support WrestleTalk. You are watching WrestleTalk. Congratulations, you got here. Now, subscribe. And support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. And please, subscribe now. Support WrestleTalk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Because we talk about wrestling and I like it. Support Wrestle Talk. Go subscribe. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Hello, Pod Smarters. It's your boy Luke Owen here, and this is a special bonus interview podcast with one half of the current Impact World Tag Team Champions, Ethan Page, where he sits down with WrestleTalk.com's Nate Craver to talk about Impact's Throwback Throwdown, a retro-inspired wrestling show where the stars of Impact take on new 1980s personas for one night of action, which airs tonight on Access. Page will take on the role of Julian Cumberbun as he faces Downtown Daddy Brown aka Willie Mack, in a Loser Leaves Town match, as well as a Body Slam challenge for $3,000, along with Gamma Singh taking on Eddie Edwards as Cowboy Colt McCoy. In the interview, Paige also talks about Impact's TNA Nostalgia show they're hosting over WrestleMania weekend, what he wants from the North in Impact Wrestling, and his thoughts on one of the greatest wrestling stories of 2019, Sammy Callahan versus Tessa Blanchard. He even plays a game with Nate where he describes which Disney characters Impact Wrestling stars would be, although he does confuse Wreck-It Ralph with Toy Story at one point, which is unforgivable, but I'm not wanting it. Anyway, enjoy this interview with Ethan Page. You know that Impact has a big show coming up next week. Oh, it's a little bit of a different feel. We know Impact's going, taking it back to 1983 uh, with retro wrestling coming to Access TV. So um, we know the headliner of that show is Julian Cumberbun in a Loser Leaves Town match against... Down, downtown Daddy Brown uh, for the International Heritage Championship. Can you tell us a little bit about how uh, retro wrestling came to be, sort of what was the motive behind that and how this all sort of got set up? I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have no idea. <laughs> awesome. It was, uh, <laughs> it was told to us maybe like a week or two before. Um, we were told to get our costumes and 
it all sounded so fun. None of us questioned it. We were just like, okay, this sounds amazing. Uh, and then, yeah, then we put it together and it ended up being such an amazing experience to do that with a bunch of people that I like working with. And, uh, I like, I've been saying this multiple times, but like we were all joking around that this was the impact wrestling Christmas party because everyone had such a good time and it was such a fun experience and everyone was so relaxed, not worried about like their characters or their push or how their, how their characters look on TV. It was just us going out there and essentially having fun. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know, you know, I, I'm a little bit older than uh, you for sure. And definitely uh, a lot of folks out there. 1983 was when I first got introduced to wrestling. I'm 41 years old. So, you know, this is like taking me back to when I, when wrestling was real, you know, when wrestling was, you know, super serious to me, I, you know, everything was, you know, I took it very seriously, thought every, every little thing was, you know, real as could be. Um, and so, you know, what can we expect from the show? You said it was a lot of fun, but what kinds of things can we expect? From what you just described. The opposite of everything that you just described. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Like, there's like a $3,000 body slam challenge. Um, like, I'm in a Loser Leaves Town match, and I live 20 minutes away from the place it was filmed. Uh, <laughs> like, it was, it was essentially a parody of what other companies currently are trying to do by doing the throwback wrestling. And, like, even just a little teaser, like, you saw uh, Don Callis, and he's, his name is Sexton Hardcastle, which is a throwback to Edge's old independent wrestling name. And he has long blonde hair and he's drunk on commentary. And, you know, Josh Matthews is essentially himself but with a mustache and makeup to make himself look older. Like, it was... The whole thing is so much fun. We did on-set interviews in front of a live audience. And, uh, yeah, it's just a lot of characters that you can relate to the people that we were playing um, without straight up naming ourselves after them or making our names sound like them it was a lot of a lot of a lot of fun you know mixes with 2019 where there's a giant four-on-four match and uh one side is all female so there's a huge intergender eight-man tag match on the show out of nowhere too so like it's it's from a different world and i think that people are going to i hope go into it with like an open mind and not feel like it's in canon with impact wrestling it's just a special event a one time, hopefully repeated every year thing. And uh, it, it was a lot of fun. Well, you said you, you have some folks that people could sort of connect with, but without mentioning names. So I'll try my best not to mention a name, but I did see in the promotional materials that you have a, a manager accompanying you to ringside uh, for your match, I believe. Um, any comments on, on that particular character? <laughs> uh, you know, I might have said something if you interviewed me last week. But uh, since you're interviewing me now, I will not mention or bring up any names or characters related to anything that we've done. There's uh, too much heat on them right now, so I'm going to avoid all that. I know I said nothing's off limits, which is true, but uh, that one I think we're going to let people kind of take in on their own. You mentioned the um, the intergender tag team match. I know, uh, is that, is there, are there any other matches specifically we should be looking out for on the show? Something you think is going to steal the show, uh, on Tuesday night? Well, yeah, you've got Gama Singh versus, uh, Cowboy Colt McCoy. And this is the actual Gama Singh, but in 1983. So it should be interesting to see, you know, how much agility he had back then and, uh, how he can actually go up against, uh, Cowboy Colt McCoy 
who uh, is played by Eddie Edwards. So we could see Eddie Edwards potentially stopping Gama Singh's heart in the middle of the ring uh, because he chops very hard. I know from firsthand experience. And then we got Muscles McGee, like I was saying, doing the $3,000 body slam challenge. Sorry, I'm just laughing reading these matches that were sent to me. And I, I sat by the monitor and watched all of them because it was so entertaining. Uh, and we've got Pummel and Plunder, which is D'Lo Brown and Fala Ba as a tag team, which I run Alpha One Wrestling. I would book them as a tag team anyways because it would be amazing. And then for some reason, they ended up getting thrown together on this show, and I'm just super entertained by that. But most importantly, you have Ethan Page, played by Julian, who's also playing Julian Cumberbund on this show, defending his championship against downtown Daddy Brown in the main event. And all the promotional material has me front and center. Um, and this is, you know, maybe this is like a big beta test to see if Ethan Page is, you know, top guy quality stuff. And uh, maybe if we get the ratings high enough, it would convince Impact to give me like a giant push and the world title and, you know, all that great stuff. So hopefully people tune in to see Julian Cumberbund kick some ass. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, in that answer and in a couple other things, you mentioned sort of wrestlers playing characters and, and those types of things. Uh, I know several of the folks on Impact, have, including yourself, uh, as you mentioned, you know, Ethan Page, played by Julian, um, have sort of been outspoken about, uh, outspoken about how wrestlers are characters on TV. Um, and similar to, you know, television shows, you know, we'd, we'd think about, you know, guys on you know, Law and Order. We don't, you know, we don't expect them to be that character, you know, during the week 24-7. So do you feel like... Um, this show in particular, as well as, you know, sort of right now in wrestling is a good time for us to kind of make that shift to a new way of thinking. I think there's going to be pushback from both sides forever because, and, and like the saddest part is that I have a very old school mindset when it comes to wrestling, but we don't live in that day and age anymore. So I have to adjust with what's happening now. So like I have a family, I like to live my life in the public. Like I, like going to the mall. I like going to restaurants with them and I play a bad guy on TV and I think a very convincing one. So I choose to let people know that, yes, I play a character because on the independence, I travel around and I play different characters. Like I might be good. I might be bad. I might be neutral. Or then we have this, I might be Julian Cumberbund or whatever. Like to me, I'm just filling a role on the show and I'm doing what, whatever the writers and promoters say. Whereas if people only see Impact Wrestling, they'll think, oh, that Ethan Page guy's a jerk. Could cause issues for me in public when I'm just <laughs> walking down the street. And in 2019, it's not okay to be a giant piece of crap of a human being. And I'm okay with letting people know that that's just me acting. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, well, how do you, you know, how do you balance feeling, or you, you mentioned, like, obviously, you want to make sure your personal life is taken care of, but how do you balance that with that expectation? And, you know, a lot of companies still have that expectation uh, where they wouldn't feel that way, where it's like you've got to be this bad guy 24-7. How do you balance that and make the product as believable as it can be, you know, that you really are a bad guy when we see you, you know, laughing it up at the mall? So how do you, how do you, how do you manage that? I I liken it to like Disney World where when people come into the building, they're expecting a, an experience and that's when that's where they'll get the experience and they'll get a, a full on 100% like 
this is Ethan Page. And uh, I don't know. I think once the show's over and people leave the building, like we can all just go back to being regular human beings. And I think no matter where I'm at in my career, I'll always think like that. Um, we're all just people, every single one of us. So, uh, but like when you go to Disney and Mickey Mouse comes out, we know someone's in a suit, but why is the inner child in us always get so excited to see essentially just fabrics put in like the shape of a mouse? It's, it's the magic about it. It's like wanting to believe it's, it's like the way it's presented to us. And that's the way I look at pro wrestling. It's just an even more like involved version of that. It's uh, it's, I don't know. It's like a live stage show, but the ring is in the middle and the fans are just 360 degrees around it. Well, I'm going to switch gears on you a little bit from that question. Um, yeah. So you and uh, Josh Alexander um, are the current impact tag team champions um, over the years. And TNA has had a lot of great tag teams. Where do you feel like the North uh, stacks up in terms of tag teams over the years? I mean, I would already throw us in the top 10, uh, depending on how long, our title reign goes and how many more top level contenders we can get under our belt for this title reign or any future title reigns. I think we'll slowly start creeping our way to the top. Um, you know, I, when I think of teams that came through, I think of like beer money, um, triple X when they first started, uh, LAX, both versions of that, you know, uh, Danielson styles. Uh, there's like so many, top level teams that I would uh, team 3d, obviously motor city machine guns. Uh, you had the young bucks, but they were generation me. So these are all the teams that I think of when we put our matches together or when we go out there to perform for pay-per-views. And for us, it's always a big opportunity, especially those impact plus monthly shows that we do. Like if we have a tag title match, it's to us, that's a pay-per-view and you're going to get a pay-per-view level uh, performance from the North and, we're constantly trying to do exactly what you just asked us. Like, where do we compare ourselves? We want to be the best. Well, I did see a Twitter post from your partner talking about his bicep. Is he injured at this moment? I couldn't tell if he was joking on the conversation or if he was seriously injured or, or will that impact you guys' ability to defend the titles coming up anytime soon? Yeah, so Josh Alexander is essentially a psychopath. Um, he did tear his bicep one, I guess one tenant. I guess you have two places where your bicep attaches the inside of his bicep did tear uh so he took the rest of the weekend off but uh, we have a tag match this coming sunday in a cage in st louis and he's planning to be there so i mean he, <laughs> he is ready to go and uh, i'm not his father i can't tell him whether that's a good idea or a bad idea but uh i think he was he was being honest he did tear i was there uh it happened at a revolver show um, and we were in a tag match, but uh, he is confirmed to be performing this weekend. So I don't think it's going to be a long-term injury. I think it'll just be hopefully not even a nagging injury. Uh, hopefully it just heals and he's good to go. But I'm, this will be a thing to figure out over time, I think. And I'm not the person to ask. I got you. I just wasn't sure if that was something that was hadn't been announced yet or, or just something he had posted on social media. I thought it was an interesting exchange with his... And... Uh, I think if there was any official announcement, um, he'll be the one to make it.
Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. You know, I know the North uh, has uh, their logo that's based on sort of the, the old TNA logo or similar to. Um, and I know there's been some talk uh, of this, of the upcoming TNA sort of heritage show, retro show, whatever the right language is, if you could have picked, if you could pick any team from TNA past or even present for that one night show, who would you pick to be across the ring from you guys? Motor City Machine Guns. And it's not impossible. And I'm saying it into the universe so that we can make it happen. I know Chris Saban is returning from a knee injury. Uh, He just had surgery a little while ago, but um, he was rolling around when we did our TV tapings in New York. So that's not impossible. And Alex Shelley is a current free agent. So, I mean, Scott, Ron, get your asses in gear. Let's do the North versus Motor City Machine Guns at the TNA throwback show, WrestleMania weekend. I mean, it's there. It's possible. If it's possible, let's make it happen. Well, that, that would be a good pick. I mean, obviously, and obviously, as you described, I think very likely that it could happen, right? So I would definitely sign up to watch that match. I, I watch a lot of the Impact shows anyway. I do have an Impact Plus subscriber, so uh, bonus for you there. Um, obviously, you guys have had a big year this year. Um, you know, Speaking of Impact Plus, you're moved to um, Access TV. You've got a lot of critical acclaim this year for a lot of great shows and matches you've put on. 
a lot of folks are taking notice because all because because of the intergender stuff. Um, where do you guys see yourselves a year from now? You know, next year closing 2020. You know, where do you where do you think impact's going to be in a year? Maybe even from five years from now. I'm hoping more live events and uh, more like just a bigger attendance overall. Um, you know, I was a fan of TNA, so seeing big arena shows uh, be packed or even just small arena shows for house shows, that's where I want to see Impact get back to. And I want, like, I know there's a fan base for it. Wrestling is as hot as it's ever been. It's just building up the trust with the fans. And, you know, I don't think it's going to take the management saying, hey, it's okay, trust us. Uh, Scott and Don are the ones that burn the fans, uh, but they can't be the ones to tell them to come back. It needs to be the talent, and the talent needs to show them by what they're doing in the ring and what they're doing while traveling to the independents. And interviews like this, like I'm personally telling you to check out Impact Wrestling. I work there. I know what goes into it. I work with the talent there. I know what efforts I put into either my matches or my promos. And uh, it, it's, it's a worthwhile product, and I think people need to give it a shot and uh, check it out. Well, speaking of shows that should definitely be worth checking out, you guys have Hard to Kill coming up in January. I know we've got a, a major headliner match on that with Sammy versus Sammy Callahan versus Tessa Blanchard. Um, I think Ace Austin versus Trey Miguel has also been announced. Is there any idea what we might be seeing from the North on that pay-per-view? You're going to have to keep watching Impact every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. to find out. <laughs> All right. All right. Obviously, um, I know you guys have done some work with the Rascals of late. How do you rank them in terms of uh, of tag teams, in terms of opponents to face? I know they might not be as as well known as some, but, you know, they definitely have some pretty impressive moves in the ring. So what what do you think about them? I think just the entire tag division as a whole for Impact Wrestling is great right now. Um, And I'll run down them, but I'll start with the Rascals because you said them. And I think all three of them are fantastic and talented. Um, but Dad and Zach together have been like unparalleled chemistry. I mean, almost as good as myself and Josh Alexander, not quite though. And, uh, I think the future is very bright for them and they have long-term contracts with impact. And I think that was smart of impact to keep all three of those guys because they're all amazing talents and like top level contenders, especially, uh, going towards the future. And you've got TJP and Fala Ba in the most mixed match tag team of all time. But for some reason it works because they're both Filipino, and they both get along great backstage. They have amazing chemistry as well. Uh, you've got the Deaners. Um, they're just coming into their own and putting together some combos and stuff like that. And like, Just look at them. They look like a fantastic tag team. And you've got the Desi Hip Squad, and you know, you've got three members of that, uh, led by Gama Singh. But you know, if I could pick anyone from that, it would be Rohit Raju to be like an amazing talent. And over time, I think them as a tag team. Uh, have a bright future as well. There's like a, a large group of people. Reno Scum just signed contacts with the uh, Impact Wrestling, and you know we've had matches with them as well. And then clearly we've got the issue of Rich Swan and Willie Mack becoming uh, top contenders for the tag titles. And you know the tag division is just on fire right now. And for a company our size to have that many tag teams is a testament to what they you know, is important when it comes to tag team wrestling. And I tell Josh all the time, the order of championships in our company is world title, and we are making the number two belt the tag team titles. And uh, if we can overturn the world title and become the most prestigious prize, I, I don't see why tag team wrestling can't be the focal point of the company. Well, it's certainly been, at times, if, if not, 
you know, the focus of the company, definitely the focus of the fans. There's been a lot of great tag teams in that company over the years and certainly been one of the more anticipated matches uh, on the card a lot of nights. So, you know, that's definitely as a big fan, you know, growing up uh, here in the south of the United States, I was a big fan of Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, all those NWA teams. So a lot of this reminds me a lot of that same sort of feel back in like the retro 80s you know a lot of that stuff down here in in the south in the nwa area so you know it's definitely something i'm a big fan of i know you guys do a great job with that you did mention earlier though uh the idea of ethan page front and center on uh impacts uh promotional materials so curious to know sort of you've mentioned obviously making the tag team titles the number two if not the number one belt but is there some drive to be world champion um, the main man in Impact. What sort of? How do you feel about that? And when do you see a transition in the future into sort of that singles run? I mean, to say that this hasn't been a thought would be a lie. Um, my focus now is definitely the North and being the best tag team in the world. And I don't mean just in Impact Wrestling. I just mean every tag team ever. Um, that's our goal. And uh, but yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to be world champion? Who doesn't want to be the focal point of the company? Um, I know I have many years left in my career and I have many tools left uh, that I haven't pulled out yet and um, different sides of Ethan Page that I can play on television and, uh, you know, different character tweaks that we could go along with. And I think I'm a very versatile performer uh, and can find my way into any scenario and make it work. I mean, I kind of did that with uh, Chandler Park and uh, even when Ethan Page debuted, I was pointing at my forehead with Matt Seidel doing the whole third eye thing and found a place for myself when he left. And now here I am in the North. And I think this is where I'm supposed to be right now. feels right. It feels good. It feels natural. But uh, down the line to say that I don't want to be world champion would be a lie. Uh, you talked about plugging yourself into any scenario. So if you could currently plug yourself into any scenario in terms of whether it's a tag team match, whether it's a singles match, you know, you obviously you talked a little bit about wanting to face the Motor City Machine Guns, but if you could pick any team or any match that you could set up, give me the stipulation and, and your opponent. Oh, man. Um, any as in in the world? Yeah, past, present, you know, any anything. You can pick anybody. Oh, man, it would be me versus The Rock with, like, the Macho Man as a special guest referee, and Razor Ramon would be doing the introductions on the microphone, and this would be at, like, Bound for Glory in front of 30,000 people, and, like, 7 million people bought the pay-per-view because it's The Rock. And then, bam, I'm famous overnight. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be a pretty awesome uh, scenario for sure. Uh, I definitely think. Although I'm surprised that you wouldn't be the draw in that scenario, right? Not The Rock. Of course, they're going to be tuning well, in to I'm, see you. I'm trying to be realistic here, okay? I gotcha. I gotcha. So uh, speaking of realistic and, and things like that, I know um, you have a, a, a blog or excuse me, a vlog um, that you do uh, on social media and on YouTube uh, where we get to see a lot of the real stuff, but, um, you know, behind the scenes kind of, uh, the, you know, I saw one just recently where, where uh, you asked a little girl about, you know, why you were her favorite, um, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, how important of a role does that play in terms of getting getting your character over getting wrestlers over getting impact over i mean how do you see that fitting in with with the way wrestling works now i think it's important um it's obviously more important for me personally to be able to show like who i am in real life and uh you know diversity and constantly putting myself on camera and 
my ability just to entertain people in multiple different ways. Um, and I'm glad you said that too, like trying to get other talent over. Uh, like I purposely go out of my way to shed light on certain talent just so that even if it's my small following, they have a smaller following. So I'm trying to bring them up to my level and that only helps impact as well. Uh, and then, yeah, just showing the positives of impact, especially backstage and getting to show like family dynamic that the roster has and, and, and how enjoyable it is. Uh, even in the, the worst of times, the people that work there are the best part of the job. So yeah, even when we weren't making the best money, it was good to have those guys backstage and, you know, get through it together and, now we're in a much better place and it was cool to actually be able to document that and still show that no matter what was going on, the roster and the management, we were all working hard together to put on the best product. And I think that impact needed and still needs that positive light to be shined on them so that they can actually show their value to the fans and bring them back. Well, you know, I've been watching and I know several of us here at Russell talk have been watching, you know, since the very first, you know, Wednesday night pay-per-view and have watched throughout and obviously have seen highs and lows and, and some good times and obviously some not so great times. Um, but I definitely think, you know, just from my perspective as somebody who watches and covers impact for the site, that it's definitely something, you know, people need to give a chance again, because there's a lot of good stuff. I'm no, no wrestling company is perfect, but there's a lot of good stuff on that show. You guys have a lot of great talent. I know, uh, hard to kill, a lot of people are looking forward to that main event between Tessa and Sammy and what might happen at the end of that. You know, obviously we don't know, uh, but a lot of folks are interested to see if Tessa Blanchard uh, becomes the champion or not. And, you know, that's definitely been a feud uh, to watch. We just did some um, voting here, you know, early on for our WrestleTalk magazine about feuds of the year and wrestlers of the year. And, you know, Tessa, Tessa and Sammy has definitely been a feud that's come up a few times in that voting. Uh, what do you think about that? And, and what do you like? And you said earlier you had some old school mentalities about wrestling. How does that fit in with the intergender stuff and, and your opinion of wrestling? I think that with the right person, everything is good. And I think Tessa is the right person. And I... I hope that uh, she eventually can become the world champion. I think, uh, you know, as a father of a daughter, that's something that it would be amazing for my kid to grow up knowing that in a company that's dominated by men, the, there was a woman that had enough talent and enough skill and enough drive and dedication to become the top professional wrestler in the company. And then that's, I think that's when you start breaking down gender barriers and you can actually say like, nope, Tessa's just the best. That's why she's the world champion. It has nothing to do with who she is, what she was born like, or whatever. It's just she's the best wrestler on the show. The belt proves it. It's not just for men. It's for everybody on on the show. And, uh, you know, it would also be down the line, I think, eventually. It depends on how the talent, like, agrees to it. But maybe even getting rid of the knockouts title and just having everyone wrestle for everything. I mean, that's way down the line. And I know there's some female wrestlers that are uncomfortable with wrestling men and I mean, it, maybe it's a safety thing, who knows? But, uh, yeah, I think when it comes down to it, Tess is the perfect person, and uh, I hope she has what it takes to become the champion. I, I hope this is an okay question, but I did see recently on your social media um, that you were trying to recreate a Disney store-like experience for your daughter, since you mentioned her earlier with the, all the stuffed animals. And I think you actually posted that you found an, a, an actual store again. Um, I did, yeah. 
So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out some impact names, uh, wrestlers. And I'd, what I'd like for you to do is tell me, you know, give me who you would equate them to as a Disney character. And, and you can tell me why if you want to. So I'm going to give you a handful of names here and you can tell me who you think from Disney they should be uh, aligned to. So Josh Alexander. Uh, Josh Alexander, I would say, is like Wreck-It Ralph. All right, just because he wrecks everything and is out of control. Yeah, but he's also a sweetheart, so. All right, what about Sammy Callahan? Oh, Scar. And all the <laughs> hyenas, the OVE. Uh, Tessa, Tessa Blanchard. Oh, man, Tessa, I would say she would be Jasmine because she was kind of born into this dynasty, but she has, like, her own attitude, and she doesn't really, like, rely on her family to make herself like she did it on her own. What about Jordan Grace? Oh, Jordan Grace. I mean, could I say Hercules or do we have to do like gender specific, you know? <laughs> no rules here. No rules here. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with Hercules then. All right. Well, then in that case, where's Brian Cage going to fall? Oh, geez. Okay. Brian Cage would be. Okay. Do you remember in Toy Story when they ended up going into like that AA meeting and Zangief, the action figure was there? Yes. There you go. That's Brian Cage. I got you. And last but not least, where does Ethan Page fall in the Disney characters? Oh, I'm Star-Lord because they own they own Marvel. So. All right. You, you also collect a lot of figures, too, right? Not just wrestling figures, but all, you may not know this, but Wrestle Talk also has a sister channel called Screen Stalker, where we cover movies and video games and all, all that kind of stuff. So um, what's your favorite collectible that you have? What's what's the, the one that goes on the top shelf? Prime real estate. Oh, geez. Um, that's tough. I have three hot toys. I don't know if you know what those are. They're like like my pride and joy. It took me many years to bite the bullet and buy a hot toy uh, and actually save the money up for it. It's a big accomplishment for me. But uh, the number one collectible I have is a Venom statue that my wife got me when we first started dating. She traveled to Honduras for work, and she was there for three months uh, straight. And uh, during that time, it was my birthday, and she shipped this thing to me. I had to walk three blocks to the post office and carry this giant box on top of my head to go back. She did not tell me how big it was. She just said, yeah, just go pick it up. It's for your birthday. And that essentially started my uh, toy collection. And uh, that, that'll be the centerpiece of my man cave forever. So, Ethan, thank you for taking the time to speak with WrestleTalk. Uh, com today. Uh, tell us how we can connect with you on social media and where we can find information more about you and Impact. Where people can find me, the easiest thing, it's like a general hub, uh, playedbyjulian.com is my website, uh, has all my social media links, my YouTube channel, uh, has my latest vlog right there on the homepage. And in the events section, it actually has all my upcoming dates, where they'll be, and information on how to get tickets. Uh, Impact is on there, so if you want to see me live, uh, at Impact Wrestling, just go to playedbyjulian.com, event section, and you can actually see all the shows that are coming up. Also, if you want to book me, there's a whole booking sheet on there, too. Everything and anything, playedbyjulian.com. Our thanks go out to Impact Wrestling for allowing us to speak with Ethan and to the man himself for giving up his time for this podcast. Throwback Throwdown airs tonight on Access at 8, 7 Central, and I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. Holly and I will be back later today with our review of Monday Night Raw, and we'll have other great podcast content up this week like AEW Dynamite, NXT, and SmackDown. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Rock.